You're listening to the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, and this is episode number 78. Hi, friends. I'm Curtis J. Washington. And look, the purpose of this podcast is simple. We are constantly being bombarded with messages like, we could be happy if only we had a particular thing, or we could be successful if only we made X amount of dollars, or we could be at peace if only so-and-so loved me. These messages are not only disempowering, but also they are simply not true. This is because it's not about where you are and where you want to be. It's about who you are right now and who you wish to become. Once you know what the ideal you looks like, then you will automatically start becoming aware of what steps you can take right now to move in the right direction. And the goal of this podcast is to help you look within and discover all the love, all the beauty, and all of the unlimited potential that you already possess and for you to set it free for you and for the world to see. Welcome to the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, where we explore practical and actionable steps to help you manifest the greatness that you already have deep inside. And today we have a very special guest. Her name is Kylie Woodland. And Kylie is a singer-songwriter and recording artist. And her group was opening for bands across the U.S., including KISS. And that was until shortly before she was given one of the most commonly prescribed antibiotics and it put her in a wheelchair. Now, unbeknownst to her and millions of others, the, this particular family of antibiotics called fluoroquinolones can cause severe mitochondrial damage in the body and severe symptoms. And it can cause, and, and the symptoms can be commonly misdiagnosed. Um, for example, they might think it's Lyme disease or MS or arthritis or fibromyalgia uh, or, or even other, uh, other potential illnesses. Um, Kylie's still recovering and learning to walk after almost one year um, since suffering extremely painful and debilitating nerve damage. But Kylie is not only a gifted artist, she's also one of the most resilient souls you will ever meet. And rather than give in to frustration and disappointment, Kylie started sharing her journey to educate others on the dangers of fluoroquinolones dangers that most people aren't ever warned about. Kylie's story is one of perseverance, faith, resilience, and the music that was born from overcoming the darkest time of her life. Kylie, welcome to the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. Wow. I don't even know what to say. Hi. <laughs> it's so good to be here with you. And I'm just really thrilled that uh, we could connect Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it's definitely definitely my honor. I'm so excited to 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 just discuss with you so many of the uh, uh, of these events. Um, this I, it's it's so hard. And we spoke before about um, how when we first connected, um, and I heard a little bit about your story. I was like, oh, okay, I have an idea 
where we can go in today's uh, in today's uh, interview and what we can share. And then the more I started to learn about you, the more I started watching your posts, and the, then I started listening to your music, and I was just like, oh my goodness, this is there's just so much here. Where to start? Where to start? So. Um, so where do we start? I was actually thinking maybe we could talk a little bit about um, life before um, life before the uh, the fluoroquinolone the fluoroquinolone toxicity. Um, maybe could you mind? Maybe you could share a little bit. What was your life like? What were you doing as you were becoming an up and up and coming um, artist and singer songwriter? Well, I was performing a lot. And uh, my band and I were gaining a lot of momentum. And simultaneously, I was living my dream while everything was crashing and burning internally and around me. Mm. So, yeah, it was a very interesting time because I finally felt like I'm living my dream and I'm building my dream and I'm building my dream with my best friends. And then I learned that the people that I had surrounded myself with weren't really the people I thought they were. And I felt trapped. I felt like I don't even know where to go from here. So simultaneously, you know, you're gaining momentum with your your dream and everything else is tanking. Um, definitely was a like a pretty deep, you know, existential crisis for me. And so, yeah, it really kicked off this journey of trying to figure out and how to navigate my life from there, how to make things feel good internally. And I think so often we find that with social media and all of the means of connecting digitally in, a, in this world in 2023 um, or even just a few years ago is really easy to get caught up on what it looks like from the outside. When what you should really be caught up on and what we should really be taught and putting emphasis on is how it feels on the inside. Right. And when it doesn't, when something is not congruent in your life, what I learned from that is that it can cause all sorts of health issues because the energetic response that's causing in the body does no longer resonate with your spirit, with your, you know, your chakras, your energy. Right. And that was kind of a turning point for me. So it was simultaneously performing and, you know, running around the country, doing a lot of really cool things, but then also starting internally to feel like it wasn't right. Right, right. Yeah. And you mentioned a lot there, um, you know, step, definitely starting with the uh, social media um, aspect of it and the impacts that that can have exactly as you're saying, people are seeing you and they're going, wow, look at all these great things and thinking everything must be wonderful. Look at her. Every, look at, you know, they're on stage and all of this, uh, you know, seems to be, you know, ideal from some people looking from the outside in. And then, uh, of course, you get reinforcement from uh, you know, the, the, the media thinks you're doing what is making you happy because they're happy and they're telling you you're, you know, you're, you're doing wonderful and they're supporting you. And then, like you said, on the inside, as you're going through the process, you're feeling that something is off um, and that something is like exactly like you said, like not congruent with your chakras, not con congruent with your energy. Um, how when was it then you first started noticing that there was that 
incongruence in, you know, between kind of what you were doing and um, uh, kind of how you felt versus, you know, what the outside world um, was, 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 was seeing or was, was expecting you to feel. <laughs> right, right. Um, I think there were little things along the way that just didn't resonate and you know that I didn't really necessarily pay attention to so um one thing that I've learned since then is you know like pay attention to how you feel right. when you're surrounded by certain people whether it's your family your coworkers, or friends like how do you feel mm -hmm. do you feel like you can be your fullest self and you're not holding back and you're not holding back like the light that you have to offer to the world just because you're trying to appease someone else or live up to the standards or expectations Right. of someone in your circle. Right. So it was a lot of that for me. And that I think was growing and building over the course of like two to three years before mm -hmm. life really came crashing down. And I had this um, pain like in my, in my side. Um, mm -hmm. And it was, um, it just, it wasn't going away. And it was kind of like this, like this nagging feeling of like, you know, something's not right. And you know, it's not right. Yeah. you know, in your life and kind of the surrounding aspects to that. Right. But being young and, you know, doing a lot of things and having a busy schedule and stuff, I just kind of pushed it aside. Yeah. Um, and then one day I, I basically, I just couldn't like move anymore because the pain in my side was just so extreme. So I went to the ER and said, you know, like I have a pain in my side and it's, you know, not going away. Um, and they were basically just like, great, we'll just give you this antibiotic and, um, you know, give it to you, we'll hook you up to an IV and give you some steroids and mm. some other stuff. And from that point forward, like life as I knew it was just not the same, but I had no idea that what I was receiving could cause any kind of adverse reactions. I mean, how often do you think of that? Right. Let alone how often you think that this could derail my entire life. Right. 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 And then, so I keep, I keep moving forward, having little symptoms here and there, like muscle pain and fatigue and a lot of anxiety, but mm -hmm. at the time still just didn't, I didn't connect the dots. Right. And until three years later, I took some NSAIDs and use a pain relieving gel that's called Voltaren gel. And it set the bomb off. And after that, I couldn't walk. Oh, my goodness. So when you say, um, gosh, well, with what you just said, uh, in terms of setting the bomb off, can, can you explain kind of what was it in the gel or what was what happened at that point that all of a sudden all of these, I'm assuming, is this is this late 2019 or is this late 2022? When did when when did the when did the bomb go off for you, so to speak? The bomb went off for me last summer, so summer of 2022. Summer. Okay. And yeah, but it was three years after I got the antibiotics. So my first thought was definitely not. I wonder right. if this is a reaction from an antibiotic that? I received three years prior. Right? Yeah. Who would? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's um, so. The class of antibiotics, as you said earlier, are called fluoroquinolones. And the name of the antibiotics that you might recognize are known as Cipro, Avalox, Leviquin. There are a few other ones. But essentially what these antibiotics do is they cause severe mitochondrial damage. And it shows up in the body as all sorts of symptoms from um, tendon ruptures, tendon pain, 
central nervous system disruptances, um, heart issues, neurological issues, kidney issues, gut issues. It can basically attack, you know, a lot of the main parts of your body. Mm -hmm. And the reason this is such a big deal, in my opinion, is because there are a lot of doctors and healthcare practitioners that still prescribe fluoroquinolones for all sorts of minor issues. And the reason to be aware of it is because if you have a minor issue like an ear infection, or you have some side pain, or you have a UTI, fluoroquinolones are likely to be um, prescribed for your issue. The thing to understand is that fluoroquinolones, according to the FDA, are last line drugs. So they should only be used if you are in the ICU or are in sepsis shock. Hmm. So, so even though the FDA has come out and said that, hey, these, this, this family of drugs, this family of antibiotics, there could be side effects that could be significant. So do not use it unless it's a life or death situation or unless nothing, there's been no response to any previous, uh, any, you know, any, any other treatments and things like that. And yet, even with that warning out there, it's still being prescribed um, more commonly for, I mean, it sounds like some of these um, infections you were talking about, I mean, they're, they're common uh, infections. Was there something about your situation that, that, that you think drove them to, to use this type of, I mean, did they think you were, you know, you were on your last legs or kind of, what what are your thoughts about that? Um, They're one of the reasons I think fluoroquinolones are so commonly prescribed is they kill everything bad, everything good. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, they actually used to be used as chemo drugs until Goodness. someone along the way decided, I think we should just prescribe this for other minor infections. Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. I started sharing my story after uh, fluoroquinolones put me in a wheelchair and they call it being floxed. Mm. So, um, after I was floxed, I, you know, I was in a wheelchair. I used a wheelchair for the last eight months and I started sharing my story online because the type of response that a lot of people get from being floxed is you're crazy. This is just anxiety. This doesn't exist. This couldn't happen. But the thing is, is that the, the FDA, like, the FDA says that this is a legitimate thing. And they've been saying it for the last 20 years. Yeah. And I just got this a couple of years ago. So since sharing my story online, I've connected with thousands of people worldwide who are also suffering from this or who have also recovered or still dealing with certain issues. Um, even though it put me in a wheelchair, I am incredibly lucky that I didn't rupture a tendon. Mm. Um, I have micro tears all over my body in my tendons. So that's kind of what is still, um, healing, but yeah, it's, it's turned our lives upside down. And so really, um, there were so many days that I have lived where laying on the couch and, you know, just being like, basically like stiff as a board. Cause I couldn't move or even sit up or pick up a pill. The only thing I could do was sing. And even on the days where I felt like I couldn't breathe, you know, my ability to sing was taken away. And so it's just been such a dramatic experience. And I found that building community through this time has really um, 
kind of saved me in so many ways because so many people in my life didn't believe what I was going through or didn't believe that it could happen. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've experienced the same from the medical community. So there are a lot of really great medical practitioners and doctors out there, but there are a lot that don't understand the severity that these drugs can cause. Right, right, right. And yeah, I remember, you know, um, you had mentioned that, and it's, I mean, I mean, it's, I guess it's, like you were saying, if if only uh, you had maybe come across uh, an article or anything kind of indicating that they're, you know, that these types of um, serious uh, symptoms could could come out of these side effects could come out of using uh, that particular um, treatment, that particular um, antibacterial the treatment. Um, I mean, even if you had known, um, one of the things that I'm having a hard time reconciling is that, like you said, you were given the medication without a diagnosis. They didn't really know exactly what was going on. And if I recall correctly, you weren't even told what you were given. Is that the case? Or did you have any idea what they were giving you? Um, or did they just say, we're going to give you some antibacterial we're going to, we're going to try to treat the, 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 the issue. Well, it was very much so like, we're going to give you some like stomach meds and stuff like that. And I, yeah. you know, I come from a very holistic background where, you know, my, yeah. um, like Chinese medicine and growing your own food and being vegan for decades on end, like was not anything that was new to me. So, you know, taking care of your health and making preventative measure measures right. to improve your health was very normal to me. So being in that situation, you know, at that time, I was curious as to what I was getting and asked them. So they did tell me what I was receiving. But when you feel like your health is failing you and you're in the ER and you're just trying to get relief. Right, right, right. And right. you're not given a black box warning. That's the thing is these antibiotics come right. with a black box warning multiple that right. say that, you know, it causes all this kinds of damage. Right, right. And so, yeah, it was a very interesting experience looking back that, you know, I, I wish I had been told of the dangers associated with it. And I definitely would have requested something else. So ultimately right now, what I'm just being and, and hoping to be for as many people as possible is the person that I needed years ago. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've, I'm sharing all the information that I know and that everything that's helped me um, uh, walk again and heal from this. And most of my symptoms have disappeared since eight months ago. And which, you know, I, I'm incredibly grateful for, but I still have a long way to go. And it's more of the like walking distance for me now that is my, you know, next goal of being able to walk around the block and, you know, yeah not have a tendon pain because of it, but it takes time. And it's important to know that, you know, like if you are struggling with this, or if you have taken Cipro or one of the other names for fluoroquinolones and recognize that you have symptoms that you're struggling with, mm -hmm. it's really important to identify the triggers. And there are a lot of triggers like NSAIDs, like steroids, like other antibiotics, like any kind of pain relief, um, and the list is very lengthy that I've put together and I'm just, you know, trying to help as many people as I possibly can to, yeah. to help them. 
Yeah, well, I'm sure this message will get out to more people. And again, it's like, you know, the courage that it takes and the resilience that it takes to just process this and then to turn it into something um, that can be beneficial for other people. Uh, I mean, it's 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 serious work. And I know it's it's a daily process, I would imagine, as well, to keep keep that momentum going and to keep that mindset. and with that, um, I know music is a huge part of that, and I'd love to get into this. And I want to tell you just a, a quick, funny story. Um, I was uh, when you sent me the link to your um, uh, your your CD, your 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 album uh, on well, your album on Spotify. Um, I went and I was listening to it, and um, the cover came up, and uh, I initially read it as key. And uh, I speak Japanese, and of course, you, you probably know that ki means spirit and energy. Um, and I was like, wow, that's, you know, that's powerful. And then I realized, you know, it was kai, which also is funny because I live in Hawaii and kai means the, the ocean, which is also supposed to be tranquil and healing. <laughs> and I was like, any which way you put the name of this album is, uh, you know, it just, it's, it, 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 it's just, it's, it's a beautiful name, but it was just so funny to me because I was like, oh, I definitely need to talk to Kylie. I definitely have to have this interview. This is just amazing. There's too many, uh, you know, there's too many really, you know, just really uh, interesting, um, you know, coincidences about some of the, the the things. And I know these things, and I, I know that your music, um, you you talked about, it's a, been a major part of that healing process. And and you talked about, um, you know, the healing of the spirit and 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 you know, becoming more you and overcoming, of course, you had the the fluoroquinolone toxicity, but you also had this toxicity uh, in relationships and kind of what you were doing in your direction, uh, in your day to day. And now it sounds like, you know, you're really kind of pulling all this together and, um, and bringing out something beautiful in your in your in your, in your music is helping you do that. Um, so I'd love to hear more about uh, the music and how that has taken center stage, uh, pun intended, um, to kind of help you, uh, you know, along this journey and in through your recovery and uh, in helping you also reach out and impact uh, others in the process and help them along the way. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Um, that means a lot to me. And the music, you know, has always been center stage. <laughs> for me and it's really just been a form of healing for me no matter what was going on in my life it's always been my go-to mm -hmm. and so this experience is really no different for as far as music goes the thing that feels different this time is that I have to create I have to get this music out into the world no matter what and um, yeah, the music that we create now is under the artist, the lion and the river, and we call it existential pop. So there's very big themes to the music and really covers a lot of what we've been through. And I'm so incredibly excited about the music that we are releasing and going to be releasing in the not too distant future. Um, 
but yeah, there's very big themes to the music. And I think ultimately it just points back to, you know, like just, just because you go through hardship doesn't mean that you have to be defined by it. And I think all too often when we go through hard times, it's really easy to grasp at whatever labels we can put on the situation or experience to kind mm. of explain it versus just existing and knowing that sure like this has been a very dramatic chapter of my story but it's not the full story right. it's just a little piece of it and I don't have to be defined by it and just finding that I think the music really really helped me find that yeah and, and I think you've, you've mentioned this before the um, you know the the idea of controlling your narrative i believe you brought up before um in in another interview and how just like you said um if you get caught up in the situation and that becomes your entire um perspective and you tell yourself a story that the world is against you and this is how things are and there's nothing there, nothing is in your control um and things are terrible um and you know you're you're you know, things were better i mean there's so many there's so many potential negative narratives that could have come out um you know and and i think uh this is you know for for a lot of people um this is something i hope will that will resonate with everyone actually because what you're saying is that you made a decision to take control of that narrative and um, and to redefine and reframe how you saw what was happening and how you saw your place in it and how you saw what you could do. Um, it wasn't denying what had happened and, and the situation, but at the same time, it was not um, giving away the power of the situation to control your narrative and to define where you're going to go from here. Um, and I think that's beautiful. And I, I was just wondering if maybe you could share um, maybe what it was or how, 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 how are you, or, or do you have any insight or any, uh, anything that you can share that has helped you um, make that shift? Um, because you were in a very dark place and now obviously you're changing lives. Um, so maybe would you mind sharing a little bit about how you were able to kind of get that narrative back and, and use it for all the great things you're using it for now? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think the first thing is to understand that whatever it is that you're going through right now, it's temporary. Mm -hmm. So even if it feels like it's the entire world and your entire reality and it's drowning you, to whatever capacity, it's temporary. And that's such an amazing thing that I think is really easy to overlook when you're struggling. Right. Right. After that, realizing that we get comfortable outsourcing our power. We get comfortable looking for external validation that is going to say, yes, here is the, here's what you need, you know, right. when in reality, what we need exists internally. And in order to find that internally, first, we have to get quiet and 
silence the outside noise and distractions. Mm -hmm. And in this day and age, it's incredibly difficult to do that because we have so many distractions every which way. We have our computers and we have all these means of communicating, which is incredible. We have our phones, you know, but there's there's the, the constant addiction to the dopamine rush of another notification popping up saying, yes, you're amazing. You're wonderful. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of that magic lies in what a lot of us don't want to hear, which is getting quiet and silencing the outside noise. And that is the starting point to discovering what you have internally. And once you can start to understand that you have that internally and it's going to take time to come to you, you have to be open to listening to it and receiving it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Beautifully said. Um, you know, it's, it's scary to think about how um, external, um, you know, how, how these externally we're getting bombarded with so many messages in so many formats telling us that we need something to be better or we have to have something to feel better. Um, and it's almost like um, there is a major part of um, our day to day that is focused on trying to keep our power um, to keep our understanding that we have power secured. And it's hard when people are always telling you you know what they think about what you know, you know what you're doing wrong or uh even what you're doing right right because if we're seeing what someone else says is uh, oh this is you know you're doing a great job keep it up and you're like i don't know if that's really what i want you know <laughs> you're telling me to keep doing something and then of course there is okay when i want to go out and do something that i believe in well let me just check it and see what the world thinks about that you know <laughs> right. it's so easy to kind of not take that time and that responsibility. And I think that's scary for a lot of people to really come to that realization that, you know what, I have a lot more power than I'm willing to admit, because if I admit it, that opens up some, some, some dark, you know, some dark chambers in there that I've got to go and shine a light on. Uh, right. and, and that's scary for people. That's really scary well, for people. It's incredibly scary. Yeah. Yeah. It can be frightening at times. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, um, kind of silencing the outside world and, um, and, and taking that time, um, you know, and, and you also mentioned how when you are struggling through something, it can feel like uh, it's, it's never ending or you can get discouraged and feel like, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is such a difficult time. I just want it to be over. You know, I just, I just don't want to deal with it. Um, whereas if you are forced to process it, if you're forced to deal with it, um, and also with that mindset that this is temporary, um, you are able to, um, see the other side, know it's waiting and know that this is something you just need to get through. Um, so, you know, everything that you, you just mentioned, I mean, there's so many beautiful things in there, um, in terms of silencing the outside world though, what, what what do you have any 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 advice or, or you know how how did you um and granted i know your situation is unique because you had a situation where life kind of came at you um super suddenly and it, it forced a lot of reckoning and 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 and, and change and 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 things like that but but 
I think you're also saying here that um, you can find that piece if you kind of know how to go about it. So um, do you have any, any uh, words of advice on how to find that time and that peace to actually quiet the world and, and, uh, and notice, become more aware of your own power? Yeah, absolutely. I, it's really simple and a lot more simple than we often make things. Yeah. The first way that, I mean, that is my favorite way to sound outside noise is to turn off your devices and to just go somewhere in nature and just sit and observe, yeah. become an ob observer of your life. And when you start doing that, you start hearing like what's going on internally you know you start taking your energy and expanding it into the world versus just absorbing every single thing that you're hit with you know on any given day us as humans are just hit with all sorts of things whether it's the news whether it's the stuff on our phone whether it's a family member or a friend saying blah 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 like chaos you know we're hit at so many different angles and this doesn't even account for what we're going through internally. So when you just first silence everything and minimize distractions and sit down with a notebook, you know, there are, there are exercises like one for me is journaling and I love journaling mm -hmm. and it just really, I feel like it just like clears my head like crazy. So, you know, I talked to a lot of people who are like, well, I'm very uncomfortable journaling. Wherever you are uncomfortable, that's where the magic is. Yes. So even if that's with journaling and you are judging your thoughts before you even write them down, it's such a simple act to just write them down, but you will be amazed at the growth and like mind expansion and heart expansion that you feel just getting this stuff out. And that's primarily what I found with all of this, you know, toxicity is that it overwhelms the body in a thousand ways that you never could anticipate. So obviously mine is a very dramatic example of what can happen when, you know, you have um, a reaction to something. In my case, it was loads of neurological issues and brain fog and psychosis and depression and anxiety and uh, like derealization, not, not feeling like I was even living my life anymore. And I was just on the outside looking in. So using that and understanding that you know when you use tools like journaling meditation if you don't know how to meditate or you don't know where to start with meditation find some sound healing frequencies i love 174 hertz it's really good for pain and inflammation and you can just put that on and just let, kind of let your mind wander you know meditation is not about silencing what is going on in your brain, trying to just create a white space, but it's, it's rather letting everything come in and leave with flow and not feeling like you have to fight it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. It's, you know, that discomfort, that's where the growth is, you know, um, and it, it almost takes the, it's always, you know, uh, I mean, you could use that, uh, I think that, um, that argument, or I mean, that that fact actually uh, applies across so many different disciplines as well. I mean, things that we do every day, um, you know, even 
people who go to the gym or whatever they do, they're putting themselves through this discomfort knowing on the other side, there's going to be growth for it. But if they don't put themselves through the discomfort, then of course the growth doesn't follow. And I think the other thing too, is that um, when you, like you said, if you're having a hard time journaling, or if you're having a hard time just sitting with yourself for a few minutes, um, because you feel like you need to be you know, getting a dopamine rush off of your phone, or you feel like you need to be involved in an activity out there somewhere, and without doing something all the time, um, you feel like you're missing something or that, um, you know, you're, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, whatever that is. Um, but this, this whole exercise, the whole idea of taking of disconnecting and, 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 and taking that, that moment for yourself. Um, like you said, it, it's, it's, that's the work, right? It's uncomfortable because you have so much going on that you have, it's very hard to hear yourself. And that's frustrating. And that's, of course, very uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, I can definitely see how, um, it, it brings the demons out, but at the same time, it's like, this is your opportunity to really get a better understanding of who you are and to observe who you are. So I think that's beautiful. I think that's a great recommendation too, for anyone to do. Take that time. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's important to understand that if you are going through some kind of tragic moment in your life or adversity of any kind, that whatever has happened to you is not necessarily your fault, but where you go from here and the story that you tell yourself is your responsibility. Right. Right. Beautiful. That is beautiful. That is, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that, you know, just, it's, it's almost like you could sit and worry about what could go wrong, or you could sit and feel bad about um, what happened. Um, but at some point, you know, that's robbing you of your power, right? Because you're just, you, you're not taking any, you're, you're, you're kind of out, you, I think you mentioned outsourcing your, um, outsourcing your responsibility, outsourcing your accountability. Um, so, you know, you're giving away your power, you're just giving it away. Uh, and until you're able to kind of take that moment and, 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 and observe yourself, like you're saying, uh, I mean, it could happen and it, it's, it, it's insidious. Like you don't know, you could be out there and and like you were talking about the toxicity related to that disconnect with what you're doing versus you know what you want to be doing what you feel is right and if you're everything inside of you is pulling one way and you're pushing the other way um you know that that can be of course extremely unhealthy um as well uh and frustrating and of course everything else that goes with it so yeah absolutely yeah that's what ultimately led me that frustration led me to starting a brand called celebrate the little wins and it's all centered around really taking into account the little wins that you have throughout the day i was at a point physically where you know, picking up a pill or even just grabbing a glass like this was a major victory that I couldn't do for the longest time. So it really, you know, when you start shifting your focus to all of the little things that are going right, when there's so many things that are going wrong, and when you start stacking these little wins on top of the little wins, you start 
experiencing very dramatic success in so many different areas because you just simplify everything. You have gratitude for what is going right. Even if that means I got out of bed today, I drove my car, I took a sip of water, I have running water, I have clean running water, I was able to take a shower. You know, these are these are luxuries that we have that a lot of times we don't really think anything of. Right. So it really just brought me back to the most simple things. And as a big dreamer and very big goal-oriented person, it's been like the hardest challenge for me to embody that. And so that's, for me, that's one of the things where I know where the magic lies. And, you know, since doing that, I have just built this amazing community of people who are, you know, also struggling with a lot of different things, whether it's being floxed or other health complications or whatever. And it's just really inspiring to, you know, have been in a place that was really dark and really needing that community, but not having it and then building that from the ground up. So I think if it's important to understand that, like, if you are going through a hard time, one of the greatest things you could do for yourself is to create community, Mm -hmm. whatever that means to you versus waiting for it to show up. I needed that. So I just went out and created it. And it's really been my light through this. I mean, aside from like music and stuff like that, the community, while not being able to experience that in person or to be with people has been very healing. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and celebrate, and I, I can't wait to, for everyone to, to see your posts. I'll be sure to uh, make sure everybody knows how to to see all of the you know everything that you're is happening with celebrate your wins. We'll definitely talk about that as well. But um, just the whole idea of celebrating your little wins, celebrating your little wins, celebrate the little wins, is you know it's so easy to overlook. Uh, just like you said, and um, it's also so critical. I think for people who are trying to make changes in their lives to really think about because whenever you're trying to do something new, something difficult, something that may seem like, you know, something very ambitious, if you are just looking at the size and the scope and just how, uh, how, you know, how, how large and difficult this, uh, this goal is, it can seem overwhelming. Um, And, and, and people may end up not even trying to begin with. Um, and the, these little wins, just realizing um, what you're accomplishing on a day-to-day basis can really help you with your confidence and it can really help you put things in perspective. I mean, I think also with just the way we've become accustomed to everything, you know, happening right away, you know, we click on something and it pops up and, you know, press, you know, order on Amazon, it shows up at our house, all this, everything is just so we're looking for instant gratification. And it when you're trying to do something that is really significant, it's, it's going to take time, and it's going to be difficult. Um, uh, but all things that are worthy of, you know, of, of, of accomplishing are going to be difficult. And like you're saying, it's this, this, these little wins, thinking about um, what you have accomplished today, and thinking about what you are able to do um, today. Mm-hmm. And I think that was beautiful when you were just talking about simple things that we just take for granted. Um, 
this, what you're saying actually has helped me personally through a lot of difficult times where there was a lot of transition in my life. And I was like, ah, I'm just overwhelmed. This is crazy. I can't believe this is happening. Um, and then being able to take a few deep breaths and to think, you know, wow, I can't believe I'm in the situation where I have an opportunity to be able to do what I'm doing now, because I would have given so much to be frustrated in my situation now dealing with the problem that I have now because I asked for this. I was right. moving towards, you know, I was doing things and they've every time I, you know, you know, you you work forward and you accomplish something or you work through something, there's going to be something that is going to put you back on your heels. There's going to be something that's going to challenge you in new ways. There's going to be something that's going to catch you off guard and remembering those little things that you can do, the power that you have, uh, you have the ability to go on the internet and look up information. You have the ability to call a friend and ask for help. You have the ability to, you know, go to the store and buy something you might need to help, you know, with the situation you're going through. You have so much and uh, it can be lost, like you said. Um, and mm. yeah, what, 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 how, how do you remind yourself to do that? Is there, is there something that, um, is, do you have a process, I guess, um, for kind of uh, reminding yourself to, to celebrate the little wins? Mm. Yeah, I've kind of built this like habit, I guess, coming out of all of this. And it's super basic and might sound, I don't know if it'll sound silly or not, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> um, really, whatever I do, like even if I just pick up a glass of water mm -hmm. I say thank you yeah. if I can hold my phone and look at it I say thank you if I can take a deep breath I say thank you yeah. I say it out loud I say it in my head I say it like I don't know 10,000 times a day mm -hmm. and it just constantly reminds me that it's it's really super simple you know um, when you feel overwhelmed, if you can come back to what is the most basic, you know, they tell you like, you'll read, oh, if you, if you want to improve like the basics of your health or whatever, you know, like, how's your sleep? How's your blue light consumption? You know, are you eating well? Are you drinking enough water? Are you staying hydrated? You know, things like that. It's really simple. And it's really easy at this day and age to overcomplicate everything. So yeah. for me, yeah, it's really just a daily practice that's become a daily habit. And, you know, it took some time. It's, it's not, it's not easy by any means to lose your ability to walk and to have to be so dependent on people, you know, right now, like for perspective, I'm only able to walk up the stairs one time a day at night. And before that, I couldn't walk at all up the stairs. I couldn't walk. So it's a major win, but I have to constantly remind myself that like, sure, I'm very grateful of where I'm at now compared to where I was at eight to 10 months ago, but it's still hard because I still feel very, just all sorts of very dramatic feelings, just trying to process everything. And when you're able to do something, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm so grateful that I can do that, but also 
I still can't hike. I still can't perform on stages. I can't run. I can't work out. I can't go to the events that I'm being invited to and I have to decline, you know, like there's, there's still a giant list of things that I, you know, can't do, but it's a practice. It's a daily practice. It's a daily effort. So I think it's something that it's, it's like, um, organizing your email, for instance, Mm -hmm. you have to delete emails and put certain ones in the folder every single day or else it's going to just pile up. Right. Right. And if you're not doing that basic, like routine maintenance, that is just kind of habit for some people, or it's just not, then you get an email that has 70,000 emails. And you're like, when did that happen? You know? So I think it's, it's just really simplifying everything. And that to me is where the, like the magic is that we search for. Yeah. And well, recognizing that and just being honest with yourself about that, you know, I think is the, is the biggest thing. Like we're, we're in my life, we're in my day-to-day process. Can I just say thank you for the things that I'm doing or that I'm able to do, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I mean, the other thing too, is that it's amazing that it, it kind of builds on itself. Um, first of all, taking those moments to express gratitude and thanks for what you can do now, um, that act in itself builds your motivation and makes you more more optimistic and and can encourage you and make you feel better and more apt to do more, to try to do more, to be in the right mindset, to work towards something even more. Um, so just that moment of being grateful, the moment to remind yourself that uh, there's so many things that you can do and there's so many things to be grateful for uh, can really help with your mindset overall. And all of a sudden the things that perhaps before having that moment and taking a second to realize, um, you know, how grateful you, you are for what you can do, um, before perhaps there was something that you wanted to do that was frustrating you or that you couldn't do or or that you know you thought was too complicated, whatever it could be. But taking that moment and being grateful, all of a sudden you're you're in a better space to move forward. And I think that's also beautiful. And like you said, it's not about being um, it's not about resting in your current state and saying, yeah, everything is great. And this is where I want to be. It's about being grateful um, and very appreciative for what you have and what you can do. And also keeping a positive mindset and working forward um, in whatever form that may be. So. um, Right. And the great thing about that, when you do that is you're opening your heart and you're attracting more of what you do want. Right. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's so true. So yeah, um, I definitely want to be respectful of your time. Um, And uh, as we're kind of coming to a close here, um, I did want to, what I usually do with my guests, um, I I call it the daily challenge. And what it is, is um, I um, basically, uh, I ask my guests if there was one thing that they would recommend that our audience do today, uh, or, or as soon as possible to help them uh, move forward um, and, and to help improve their lives. Um, what would be the one thing you recommend for them to, uh, to 
you know, continue this growth and to, uh, to, to become more aware and, and, and things like that? What, what would you recommend? What would you like our audience to do? What would be meaningful for them in your mind? Mm, that's a good question. The first thing that comes to mind is learn how to be your own best advocate. Yeah. If I had known what I know now a few years ago, my life would look completely differently. Yeah. And what I have learned is how to advocate for myself now. So knowing how big of a needle mover that can be in the timeline of one's life, I think is incredibly important and one that wouldn't necessarily be like the average answer to that question, because, you know, there's, there's a lot of really great things that I could say, like, take a deep breath, <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Or just smile for the fact that you can, Yeah. you know, like, and then start focusing on the good feelings that is creating in the body. When you start to change your physiology in the body, everything around you changes. Right. So one way that people can become their own best advocate is to ask questions. Don't become complacent in your feelings of this person's going to fix me, this is going to be taken care of, blah, 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 whatever the narrative is. Ask questions, get comfortable being uncomfortable in asking questions. Right. There aren't any stupid questions. And I think a lot of times our confidence or lack thereof can really kind of make you feel self-conscious about asking why things are the way that they are. Right. And um, yeah, ultimately, you know, for anyone who's struggling with fluoroquinolone toxicity or not knowing that they are, that's something that I have discovered <laughs> to a very great extent is that, you know, as I'm sharing my story, a lot of people are saying, hmm, I wonder if that arthritis diagnosis is related to when I took Cipro mm -hmm. or, you know, my problems of blah, 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 or my sister took that or my uncle, like it's, I literally hear this every single day. So yeah. connect with me and, um, find me anywhere at celebrate the little wins. And I am just sharing my journey of overcoming this. And the goal ultimately is to be performing in stadiums worldwide with our music, singing our music with people all over the world. And I'm going to stop at nothing until I get there. So, um, our music can be found anywhere at the line and the river. And I will definitely be sure to send you some links for that. Yeah. But yeah, we, we welcome everyone on the journey. And if you are need in, if you are in need of some existential pop music that has flavors of rock and electronic and kind of uh, acoustic folk, you might dig what we're, what we're doing. <laughs> You will dig what she's doing, people. It's it's you got to hear it. It's great, and I'll be sure to to share all of the links to where to find your music, uh, as well as um, your uh, celebrate the little wins, um, your uh, Instagram ID, and you have a website uh, that's coming out soon. Is that correct? With celebrate the little wins as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll be celebrate the little wins dot com, and we are in the final stages 
um, right before launch. But yeah, we'll have all sorts of resources and guides and it'll be kind of like this artist collective where you can go and connect with other artists and um, share your story and just really, you know, share what you've learned or that could help and pay it forward to help other people. So we have a, a specifically in the next week or so, we have a guide coming out of everything that has helped me heal from this. And so if you're in need or you know somebody, please connect and reach out. That is, that's wonderful. And, and thank you, Kylie, again, for taking the initiative and pulling this information together and getting this message out there. Um, I always say the same thing, um, thinking about what I'm trying to um, share with my listeners. I don't know who is listening, but if one person catches this message and it helps them, you know, either preemptively or in the process of healing, then this will be time well spent. So I'm just super excited. We had the opportunity uh, to help share this with others. And thank you so much for um, for being on the podcast. And I cannot wait to hear all of the other things that are uh, happening with Celebrate the Little Winds and uh, the line in the, the, the river. I, you know, um, one thing I forgot to ask, I was just wondering if, um, yeah, would you mind sharing um, the origin of that name? Um, wh where did that come from? Just out of curiosity. The lion and the river? Yeah. It represents loyalty and flow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, in, in life, we all have the duality of both, right? We have the positive and negative. We have the, the dark and the light. Loyalty and flow really, to me, represents what where the music com comes from and that we all have these things inside of us that are often buried, whether that's from someone else's ideas and expectations of us or whether it's just learning how to exist in a world that often doesn't want you to be your best self. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, the music, there's lots of big themes surrounding the music and it just always really like, I feel like it just like comforts me to know that there are people who are struggling in the world and find comfort in it as well. And that's like the, the most beautiful thing about creating music, right? Or singing a song is it's just, it's just like this beautiful way to connect with people and you can connect even if you don't speak the same language, you know, that's just one of like the coolest things to me about it. And we actually have a new single coming out on August 11th that I'm very excited about. It's called Someday the World Will See. And it's, it encompasses this experience a lot in the form of if I never got to sing again or play on a stage again or do anything as far as what my dreams are, then, mm -hmm. you know, I would be at peace. Yeah. Even though it's, <laughs> there's part of me that's like, no, <laughs> no, yeah. I wouldn't. But, um, you know, it just encompasses the experience of what we've been through. So yeah, I am very thrilled about it. And it's just been so great talking to you and connecting with you and keep me posted on everything that you're up to and, you know, where it goes and, what you're doing and any ways that I can help. And um, you have a friend in Colorado. 
That is so great to know. And again, thank you so much, Kylie. And I actually have relatives in Colorado, so maybe we'll be able to connect uh, in person here one of these days in the future as well. But, uh, but it has been absolutely a pleasure. And thank you again for taking the time. I know this is not easy um, and I really, really respect um, your time. I wanted to respect your time. And, and again, thank you so much. I'm just so glad we made this happen. Thank you, Curtis. Thanks for so many great questions. It was really fun. It was, yeah, absolutely fun. That was absolutely a great time. <laughs> till next time. All right, till next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. If you liked what we've explored on this episode, then you'll love the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program. The Manifest Your Greatness coaching program is uniquely tailored to help support you on your journey to become the absolute best version of yourself. So if you are committed to taking the steps required to significantly and permanently level up in any area of your life, visit manifestyourgreatness.com forward slash contact. Again, that's manifestyourgreatness.com forward slash contact and schedule your free consultation call today. Talk soon.